in many respects, the oceans in the plural is really an invention of the perception that it can be divided on a map and named separately, when meanwhile, the ocean is really just one body connected by various sea currents. It's actually useful to think of the ocean in its totality rather than separated as a flat, two-dimensional air-sea interface, but rather as a dynamic, ever-evolving, interconnected space. My name is Jen Teleska, Associate Professor of Environmental Governance. I'm curating a seminar series on the ocean. The ocean became a central part of my own work in 2009, back when I was in the developing a dissertation project. And as an avid kayaker, One morning in late November in 2009, I took to the sea and found that the seagrass that I knew as a child and the fish that I knew as a child were effectively gone or had greatly diminished. And as I had this experience of feeling the psychological impact of what it means when the environment that you grew up in has seriously degraded. I was at the same time confronted with the Copenhagen climate change talks that provided very little space to engage with the sea, even as political leaders were convening to understand how to better protect the planet. While my personal biography may motivate my commitment to the sea, the ocean as subject and the study of sustainability is gaining traction as people wake up to the fact that, one, there is a tremendous crisis unfolding at sea, most explicitly in the context of ocean acidification, and two, an acknowledgement of the material fact that, in the words of the pioneering oceanographer Sylvia Earle, Without the blue, there could be no green. So, and what I mean by that, and what I think she means by that, is you know something to the effect of anywhere between 50 to 85 percent of the oxygen in the Earth's atmosphere comes from phytoplankton. About 70 percent of the Earth's surface is covered in water. We know that the ocean drives climate, weather, temperature, holds about 79 percent of the Earth's water, and yet. There is a tendency, at least in pockets of the Anglo-European West, there's a presumption that the ocean is off the radar. And it might be out of, out of sight, out of mind for, for everyday people. What I've seen in my own work is that the ocean is central to understanding geopolitics and various forms of political economy. The ocean provides the infrastructure to support the movement of goods. If you think of global shipping, the ocean provides the infrastructure to support the movement of information for the knowledge economy. If you think of undersea cables, 
And so indeed, in this series, we'll focus on the degree to which there's a terra-centric presumption that inhabits everyday assumptions and uh, indeed, I think, inhabits academic practices. Part of what I'm hoping the seminar series encourages people to do is to take the ocean more seriously, not only as a site for protection, but as a way to help us rethink some core presumption that are part of our theoretical armatures. 